ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading. And thank you for subscribing to the latest edition of the 12 Kyle podcast. I'm 12 Kyle. Check this out. (laughs) On this podcast, what we're going to talk about is generational toughness. (laughs) Now, I know you're probably wondering, okay, well, what is generational toughness? Well, what I want to kind of examine is how tough is this current generation compared to others? Um, I know everything is relative and it's all perspective. So, you know, just bear with me as I, you know, take this journey. But, you know, when you look at the current generation of kids uh, and then the current generation of young adults, I mean, like you can get into the millennials and zennials and all of that other crap. I don't, I don't know any of that stuff. So I'm not going, <laughs> I'm not going to delve into the numbers, but um, you know, just relatively speaking, I just, I, I was having a conversation with uh, one of my homeboys and he just made the comment. He's like, man, these kids just aren't that tough. And he wasn't even talking about from a sports perspective. He was just talking about in general. And, you know, he's like me. You know, we have kids. So it's not like we're speaking out of turn. And I don't want to be the old get off my lawn type of guy. <laughs> but, you know, this podcast might sound a little bit like that, but I just wanted to kind of talk about just, you know, some of the the subtle and maybe some of the not so subtle differences between, you know, generations from the past and generations of, and the generation of today. Um, you know, like I mentioned before, I have kids. Uh, if you're not familiar with me and my background, uh, I have four kids, uh, three sons and a daughter. My sons, at the time of this recording, their ages are 22, 19, and 15, and our daughter is 10. Um, and so a lot of times, you know, when I'm talking to my kids, uh, whether or not I'm passing on wisdom or if I'm just, uh, you know, just talking to them, I tend to tell them like, hey, you know, when I was a kid, this right here happened, or we did this, or we did that. And um, our middle son, Cameron, who's 19, you know, one of his favorite say fr- one of his favorite phrases is, Well, dad, this isn't the 90s anymore. <laughs> and it makes me want to smack him. But I mean, you know, I, I tell him all the time, like, no, this isn't the 90s, but at the same time, you know, we did we did things a certain way, and you guys do things a little bit different, and you know for lack of a better term, you know, some of the things y'all do are whack and it's soft, you know, but um, I try to show them a better way. Case in point, like um, when I compare like my childhood as opposed to theirs, like simple things, like for me in my house, we had to, growing up, we had to do chores. So doing chores consisted of at my at my house, um, taking out the trash, washing the dishes, uh, sweeping the floors, um, vacuuming, um, 
raking the leaves in the yard, <laughs> cutting the grass, uh, sweeping the driveway. We had a long ass driveway too. Uh, <laughs> sweeping the driveway, things of that nature. And, you know, my kids, you know, they don't really do much of any of that. I mean, like, yeah, they wash the dishes and they clean their rooms sometimes and they, <laughs> they vacuum, you know, but as far as like outside chores, like, you know, they don't cut the grass, you know, I pay somebody to do that. Um, and, you know, they don't, sweep the driveway because the driveway gets blown and everything when they, when the guys cut the grass. So, um, you know, it's little subtle differences and things of that nature, but like one of the things we used to hear always growing up, and I'm sure if you're, if you're of my age or around my age bracket, you would hear this. Um, the older generation used to tell us, Hey, you got to earn your keep. (laughs) And what that meant was like, you know, as an adult, they weren't charging, you know, they weren't charging the kids rent or anything like that. Like, but you had to do things around the house to, you know, basically earn your stay there at the crib. So, um, and, and I don't think for a second that they were going to kick us out, but at the same time, you know, they were teaching us responsibility. Right. And I think that goes a long way. Um, also, you know, with our generation, uh, we learned a little bit different ways how to deal with each other. Um, obviously, the biggest thing is because my generation was probably the last generation that grew up without the Internet. So the friendships that we, you know, cultivated and maintained, um, we did them in person. <laughs> We didn't have any online friends. I mean, because there was no such thing as online or by the time, you know, the Internet really kicked off. I mean, we were adults, Uh, you know, and and I think there's something to be said about, you know, that generation and the generations that preceded us, uh, you know, being able to maintain friendships and relationships, um, you know, in person or, you know, the novel concept of. writing a letter <laughs> to a friend or a loved one or a girlfriend or boyfriend. Um, as opposed to now, you know, technologies, and I, I've talked about this a lot on this podcast. Technology is a great thing. I don't want to, you know, like, I don't want to sound like I'm dumping on technology, but you know, there's a level of um, discourse sometimes when you're dealing with technology, because you can become somewhat spoiled or, you know, kind of lose touch reality, if you will, because, you know, you're dealing with people online. Now, I'd be the first to admit, like, I have friends online. There are people, there are probably quite a few of you that, you know, listen to this podcast that consider me to be a friend or at least a strong associate. And you know me and I know you and we've never met before in real life. And that's cool. Um, And I appreciate that. And I appreciate whatever level of friendship or associate or us being associates, you know, I appreciate whatever level we connect on, but we, but there's a connection and we've made this connection via maybe this podcast or my blog or whatever the case may be or social media, whatever, whatever it is. And I appreciate that. And I think there's something to be said for that, but you know, with this generation, you know, 
if someone unfriends you on Facebook, well, I mean, these, <laughs> these youngsters don't use Facebook, <laughs> but I mean, like if somebody unfollows you on IG or they unfollow you on Twitter, you know, they get bent out of shape, you know, or God forbid someone says something negative about you, you're getting bullied online. And I don't want to make light of that, but uh, bullying was different, you know, in the 90s. <laughs> I mean, like, they literally threatened to come kick your ass. Or maybe they did come and kick your ass. You know, it wasn't, you know, it wasn't somebody, you know, on the other side of the world with keyboard courage, you know, talking trash to you behind a, you know, firewall. But I mean, you know, again, how tough is this generation if you have friendships online or you have relationships online and when they break down, you break down? I don't know doesn't sound too tough to me um another thing we talked about me and my boy talked about was just the overall mental toughness of you know this generation and 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 i, I don't want to make it sound like i don't think that they're mentally tough because they are because in reality this generation like my kids and you know their friends they've been through a lot they've seen a lot i mean like you know, when you think about the historical events that have happened in their lifetime, like, like I said, our oldest uh, Dion is 22 in his lifetime. He's seen a lot. I mean, like he was, he wasn't old enough to remember nine 11, but everything that happened from nine 11 beyond, you know, up until today, you know, he's seen things. And I mean, like, there's a lot of stuff that's probably, we probably didn't see it in you know real time or we didn't know about it or anything like that because we just didn't have the technology but you know if i don't know if a cop shoots an unarmed citizen an unarmed black man um you know we would probably hear something about that wherein this generation you know they can see it on their phones and it's 24 seven. So, you know, I, I get the fact that they've been through a lot. Um, they've had circumstances, but you know, with the advent of technology, you know, you have to ask the question when bad things happen, how do you deal with them? Um, <laughs> my generation, we were just kind of told, Hey, you better figure that shit out. Like there was no, you know, trying to, coddle your feelings or you know process things and and i don't know in a lot of ways that might not have been necessarily a good thing um this generation of kids uh you know they will go to counseling they will seek you know help for their mental um things that they're dealing with mentally um in my generation you know it was and it's kind of sad to say, but like you couldn't necessarily have like you could like if you went to counseling, like people would think you're soft or crazy or something. You know, the older generations, you know, and I think that's where there was a huge disconnect between the older generations and my generation was that like they suffered through so much. You know, like just to give you an idea, like my parents uh, lived through the civil civil rights movement. And so, and my parents are obviously still here. Um, 
but yeah, so they lived through the civil rights movement. So, you know, they saw so much and saw so much oppression and so much. I mean, like dealing with Jim Crow and my mother, my mother grew up in the South. My dad grew up in the North. And so even though both of them lived, you know, totally different lives, uh, you know, they saw a lot, but, you know, having that and then, you know, being able to, on my mom's side, go back, you know, to my great, great grandmother who was a slave that's a lot. So, I mean, like, that's not that far back. Like you really don't have to go back far on your family tree to be back into slavery. So, you know, there's a certain level of PTSD that is there that is never addressed and they didn't really address it in their generation. Then, you know, to be honest, it got kind of got passed down to us. And, you know, we grew up, uh, in our generation, you know, seeing a lot of crime, drugs, uh, sexuality um, in the neighborhoods. And you didn't necessarily have to be in the hood to see that kind of stuff. But I mean, like it was there and a lot of it wasn't really addressed. So, you know, I mean, it made us mentally tough, but it also we a lot of stuff was also ignored <laughs> if you think about it. Uh, and it was just like, OK, yeah. You got to deal with it, you know, and, you know, to be honest, like, I don't think I think when people of our generation had issues like. People were quick to label you like I remember people being labeled slow or crazy, like and that's so that that's so funny to me, because like just the idea, the concept of going to counseling, like, you know, going to counseling and, and dealing with your mental health now is something that is is very apropos is something that a lot of people do and it's very necessary for a lot of people and it's very helpful but you know if you told somebody in 92 that you were going to counseling they'd look at you like you were crying, like counseling <laughs> Are you strung out <laughs> and so you know i think that was part of um some of that could have been basically what the older generations had passed down to us and again, it's different levels of PTSD and all of the things that we dealt with. Uh, so I would definitely say that this generation is probably, probably a lot more mentally tough than we were because, or just, I won't say maybe, I don't want to say that they're more mentally tougher than us. They're more prepared because they have a better grip on things. Um, if they see something that's not right, they're probably more likely to address it as opposed to us, uh, you know, put some tussing on it, <laughs> rub some dirt on it, put some tussing on it and, and figure that shit out and like, keep going. Like there's no, there's no pause for the cause to try to figure things out. And, you know, that could be uh, very detrimental to your own mental health and well-being If you, if you really think about it. Um, and obviously the next thing, like physical health, uh, this generation, because of the advent of technology, they, they aren't as physical because they don't go outside as much. And when they do go outside, you know, they're holding the cell phone wherein we didn't have, you know, the technology. So I always tell people like the place where we all went was outside. And why do we go outside? We went outside because everything was happening outside. Somebody was playing ball outside. Somebody was, you know, jumping rope. Somebody was running, playing freeze tag. 
playing hide and go seek. Everything was happening outside. The cute girls were outside. The fly guys were outside. There was nothing happening in your house. Your house really in the 80s and 90s was kind of like the last place you wanted to be during the daytime. Like you wanted to be outside. And it didn't matter if you lived in New York City, if you lived in Florence, South Carolina. It Outside was the place to be. And so, you know, this generation, you know, it's a little different. So they're not outside. They're not running around. So it's less exercise for the youth. And subsequently, you know, you got these kids who suffer from obesity, you know, at, a, at an early age. And it's crazy because, like, I see some little kids now and it's like, man, these little kids are huge, you know, and it ain't just the chicken. <laughs> I mean, like, at some point you got to get outside and run. I mean, because that's what we did. We got outside and we ran and we ran all day long. And I mean, like, I just remember being at home during the summertime out from school and you really, the only time you would come in the house, you might come in the house to eat lunch. Maybe. If you could go get some chips and a soda from someplace, you do that as opposed to coming in the house. Because guess what? If you came in the house, your mom might tell you to stay there. But yeah, these kids nowadays are less active. Um, and, you know, like I said, everything is in their phone. So when we were outside, our generation, we walked, we rode bikes, we ran, we did outside chores. We just, we were outside. I mean, and we literally were outside. And it was, what's interesting is that more often than not, when you come across people from my generation, we still like to be outside. Now, outside is kind of hot now. <laughs> I don't care where you live. It's, it's, I maintain that, and I don't know if it's the ozone layer or whatever the case may be, but it wasn't that the summers weren't this hot when we were kids. It just weren't. I'm sorry. Like, it's like a thousand degrees every every day in the summertime. And I mean, obviously, I live in Atlanta, so it's hot here. I mean, it's not like I live in, you know, Buffalo. But yeah, you know, more often than not, the people from my generation still to this day, we like to be outside. We're not trying to be inside, you know, and not if we can help it, especially if the weather's nice. Now, if it's if it's cold outside or if it's, you know, hot, we're probably inside. But, you know, that's one of the biggest differences between generations is that the current generation isn't as physical. You know, they're not in as good of physical health, if you will. Um, but they can change that. And how can you change it? Take your ass outside. <laughs> um spoiled is this generation spoiled um yes were we spoiled yes because i can honestly say that my generation we had a you know we were the post civil rights generation um you know if you grew up in the 70s 80s or 90s you know you probably got a lot of stuff and you probably got a lot of stuff that your parents didn't get. And the reason why you probably got a lot of stuff that your parents didn't get was because your parents probably worked a lot more harder than your grandparents did in order to get you those things uh, because they probably grew up without or maybe they had a bunch of siblings and, you know, they couldn't really afford to kind of spread the wealth around, if you will. Um so, yeah, it, it was it was a situation where, you know, we got a lot. So 
we definitely got spoiled. Um, so was I spoiled? Yes. <laughs> Are my children spoiled? Hell yeah. <laughs> but, you know, I, I work hard and my, my wife and I, we work hard and, you know, we want to reward our kids and, um, and that's what we do, you know, so they get a lot, you know, they, they, they earn most of what they get, but, you know, because we're parents and we love our kids, you know, we give them stuff. <laughs> so yeah, they're spoiled. Um, but it's kind of like that Tupac line, you know, even though we didn't have a, we didn't have a bunch we had, but we it seemed like we had enough. We always had enough. Um, but I can honestly say like, you know, in my lifetime, we didn't have everything that we actually had everything that we needed and we had most of what we wanted. Like, I can't remember Christmases not getting the bike or getting the Atari 2600 or getting, you know, some skates or football. What, what, anytime I asked for something more often than not at Christmas, I got it. Um, and you know, today's generation, for the most part, these kids, they have it all. I mean, like, they have everything at the push of a button. I mean, like they literally could, you know, do a book report from their phone. I mean, we had to use the Dewey Decimal System at the library. <laughs> you ask a kid right now what the Dewey Decimal System is, they couldn't tell you. Um, one of the funniest things that always happens, well, it happens from time to time in my house. Uh, if you want to see how spoiled a kid is, let the Wi-Fi go out. <laughs> Man, listen, I love my kids. My kids lose their mind when the Wi-Fi goes out or if it goes down or if it's slow. Oh, my God. Dad, Dad, what's what's going on with the Wi-Fi? <laughs> I'm like, man, relax. Take your ass outside, man. Don't worry about the Wi-Fi. It's, 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 it's working. It's working for me. And they hate when I say that. But I mean, like, yeah, it, it's it's they're, they're definitely spoiled. Um, they're very, you know, relying upon computers and, you know, technology. And I get it. I mean, if I grew up in this generation, I probably would, too. You know, but and it's not just my kids. It's your kids. It's the kids that we see every day. Uh, that's just where this generation is. Um, and there's really not much that we can do because they've grown up this way. So you know, you really can't change the game in the ninth inning for them. I mean, it, it is what it is at this point. But um, yeah, they're spoiled. I mean, this generation, to be quite honest, they have it all. And it's all your fault. <laughs> so that takes me back to the original question. How tough is this generation compared to others? I, I think, you know, all jokes aside, I think this generation is very tough. Uh, they have mental toughness. They're not as physically fit as we are uh, or we were. And they're definitely spoiled. But I think ultimately um, they're tough because they've seen a lot and they've been through a lot. And I think more than anything else, we've set an example for them. And hopefully they're following our examples. And hopefully they're not making the same mistakes that we did. Hopefully they're learning from the things that we didn't do, capitalizing on it and running with you know, the levels of success that we've had and the paths that we've blazed for them because it's there. You just got to kind of pay attention to it. But yeah, they're, they're tough. They're tough. Um, could they have lived in our generation? 
Mm, probably not. They ain't that tough. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, that's going to do it for me. Thank you for checking out this edition of the 12 Kyle podcast. I'm your boy, 12 Kyle. I'll catch you guys next time. 5,000.